Welcome to the live preaching message from Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to teach and to preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Let us pray. Let's rise to our feet and pray. We want to thank the Lord for bringing us together. We want to say thank you, Lord. We are here today because you have allowed us to be here. And it is by your mercy and grace that Satan has not had his way in our lives. Therefore, we give you thanks. And as we prepare to receive your word, we pray that we will receive it in the spirit of meekness and we will understand what we receive. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We have shouted, we have danced, we have celebrated the goodness of God. And we want to say, Lord, have your way, have your way in our lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. There is none like you. You alone are God. You alone deserve our worship, our adoration. How great thou art. Thank you. You are God and mighty are your miracles. We stand in awe of your holy name. Say awesome God, awesome God, how great thou art, you are God, and mighty are your miracles, we stand in awe of your holy 
from holidays and those of you who are new in Pretoria welcome to Pretoria hallelujah and those of you that are new to a church like this welcome to the real church hallelujah you know I know how many of you are not used to church like this where there's a lot of shouting happiness and excitement okay most of you are used to the one where you sit quietly like Jesus is dead no no our Jesus is alive amen and this afternoon I want to share something with you that I believe is in please turn off the lights I don't think we need the lights Turn it off. At least the middle one. The middle one. You can leave the rest. The middle one comes direct to my eye. I want to share the word of God with you. You see, after the, all the excitement, after all the happiness, if we don't hear from God who created us and who sustains our lives, then we have missed the point. Amen. So, if you have a Bible... Turn to Hebrews chapter 2. If you have a Bible, turn to Hebrews chapter 2. How many believe that Jesus is the Son of God who came on earth? You believe it? And how many believe that Jesus is God who came to be with us? Good. Now, and how many believe that the world in which we live was created by God and is maintained by God? And how many believe that you and me are kept alive by God? Wow. So what it means is that whatever he says concerning our stay here is important. Because if he is God, and if he controls and maintains everything, 
then whatever he says is not his opinion, but actually what it is. You know, sometimes we tend to see God and what he says as if that is his idea. We have other ideas. That's a mistake. You see, if a car manufacturer has made a car and he says, this car, if you want it to drive, you must put in this particular type of petrol. How many believe that if you put in another type of petrol, it will not drive? Yeah. Because he, you see, the one who made it knows what can run it. So the instruction of the manufacturer is not subject to discussion. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? The instruction of the manufacturer is not subject to discussion. Unfortunately, many human beings on earth are deceived to think that because they have learned A, B, C, D, and they have learned a small amount of chemistry, a small amount of physics, a small amount of biology, they can decide what is true and what is not true. But that's an unfortunate thing. Because if the person who makes a phone tells you that if you put this phone in water, it will not work again. And they say, no, that's your opinion. I don't think so. And you didn't make the thing. You see, the person who made it knows the components that the thing is made of and the effect of water on it. So he says that if you put it in water, that will be the end of you. And he said, no, I don't think so because I don't see how the water is going to dissolve this because the water is not acid. You see, you are thinking of the solution, but he's not thinking of the solution. He's thinking of loss of contacts because the water becomes a barrier or affects the flow of electrical current between the different components. So you come and you say, I don't think so. This is how we must do things. No, it should be able to put in water. This is hard. It's not soft. Listen, you are not well. That will be the, that will be the only explanation. Now, in the same way, you see, it's a very sad thing. When human beings, we didn't create ourselves and we don't maintain ourselves, God is the one who sustains us. And the earth on which we are, he is the one turning it around. Who has shown you where the switch of the earth is for you to go and switch it off? Or which battery have you discovered is operating the earth for it to turn around? When God says, this is it, that is what it is. 
is not subject to your opinion. And so, as I'm about to share a very small message with you, and I want you to receive it as God has spoken, not as a man speaking, but as God has spoken. And whatever God advises you to do, do it. It will be well with you. I said it will be well with you. Amen. Amen. Now, the book of Hebrews chapter 2, do we have the screen or there's no screen? Hey, everything is not working here. Hmm. It's a wonderful thing. Well, unfortunately, if you didn't come with your Bible, I don't know how to help you. Because what I wanted to help you with is not working. But Hebrews chapter 2 is, is, a, is a book in the Bible. The Hebrews is not the, those ones in Israel. It's the, the book in the Bible. Are you with me? So Hebrews chapter 2, maybe somebody take a mic and then read for me then. So verse 3. Or maybe you can start from verse 1, but we are going to verse 3. You can sit and read, it's fine. Hebrews chapter 2. We are going to verse 3, but we can start from verse 1. And somebody can get another version to read also, so that those of us who don't understand English can understand it. Hebrews chapter number 2 and verse number 1. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? Amen. You see, the writer of Hebrew is having a discussion and saying, listen, we have been told things and we have to be very careful to hear and to live by it. Because in the past, there were things told by angels. And the people who didn't hear and didn't abide by it, they received the punishment that came with its disobedience. There were things spoken by angels and prophets. Those who disobeyed it, God punished for it. And so he's saying that if that one spoken by angels and prophets got punishment for those who disobeyed it, how much more what we ignore or what we neglect When it is spoken by God himself who became man and dwelt amongst us. You see, if I send somebody to come and tell you something that I want you to go and wash the dishes and you don't do it, you can give an excuse that I didn't know you were the one saying it. I thought he was the one to wash the dishes and he's using your name. Are you with me? But what excuse can you give when I myself come 
and tell you, go and wash the dishes, and you don't do it. Especially if I am your father. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. That's, that's what the Bible is saying. That here, God himself came to announce to us a way by which we can escape. A way by which we can be delivered from the curse that is in the world. Listen to me. Listen to me. You and I may not know. But the world in which we live is not what it was supposed to be. The earth on which we are is not what God originally created it to be. That is why the promise of God to those who would obey him and to those who would follow him and follow his instruction is a better place where certain things are absent. You see, when you are doing something and your father tells you, don't worry, when you pass your exam, I'll remove you from here and I'll take you to another place. Obviously, the place where he will take you to is better than the place where you are. I think it's Revelations 22 or so, where there will be no curse. I want us to, I'm not preaching for long. Tell the person by you, the guy is not preaching for long. Tell, him, tell the person, I don't know him, but it, does, it doesn't look like he's going to preach for a long time. How many of you are here for the first time? This is your first time here. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. Okay. Because of you, I will not preach for long. But I want you, listen, I want you to pay attention and pay attention very well. You see, there, you, you don't promise people something worse than where or what they have. If, if you have a phone and your parents or somebody in, who is in authority or better in position than you, say, so just do well, I'll get, you a, a, I'll get you a new phone. Do you think he's going to get you if your phone is a smartphone, do you think he's going to get you the other one? What do you call it? Cocoyam. How do you call it? Le Popotang. The one that is, that is damp. It's not smart. Do you get it? If, if, if you have a phone like this, and I promise you that when you pass your exam, I'm going to get you a new phone. Do you think I'm likely to give you this one? Do you think I'm likely to give you this one from this one? Yeah. You see, I'm more likely to either upgrade you to a better Samsung level or to give you a phone, which is iPhone. I mean, as a phone is an iPhone. I mean, all the others are uh, uh. Do you get it? Uh, don't mind me. Don't mind me. You see, you see, this one like this. 
this one like this. It's not a fact. I'm saying a phone is an iPhone. But the truth is, there are other phones that also are better than iPhone. You get it? So it's not a fact. So you can, you, can, you, can, you can disagree with me and nothing will go wrong. But you see, there are some things when God has spoken, it's not subject to your opinion. Hallelujah. So I'm showing you that even by common logic, we can see that this place is not a better place or it's not the best of places. So in Revelation chapter 22, Chapter 21. Chapter what? 21. 21 and verse number 3. Yeah. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and, he shall, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Verse 4. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any, any more pain, for the former things are passed away. No, that's not, that's not a verse. It's 22. It's not 22. 21. It's 22. 22, 3. Revelation 22 and verse number 3. And there shall be no more curse. No, no, go start from 1. Okay. Revelations 22 and verse and number I 1. And I had... There was a river something, something. Yes. And he showed me a pure river of water. He showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb, and in the midst of the street of it. And on either side of the river was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were of the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And no, let me ask you a question. Why, why, would you, why would you mention something that is not important and that is not anywhere? Why would you say there shall be no more curse if there was never a curse anywhere? Did you understand my question? You see, that is being mentioned. It means that it is somewhere. And its presence is not, is not making the place nice. And you see, what most people don't understand is that the earth in which we live and move and all those things has a curse in it. That is why things don't work the way they are supposed to work. You see, you would have thought that every effort and every strive for a better life will lead to a better life. But you see, what most people don't realize is that there are other forces at work apart from your effort. And these forces have come to work because of the curse that is here. It's not because of what you did wrong or what you didn't do wrong. It's because here where we are, because of disobedience of Adam and Eve, there is a curse here. And you see, you can say, I don't care, there's no curse. No problem. 
The curse doesn't need your agreement to work. It is working. Whether you like it or you want it, it's working because of where you are. You see, it's like being in an area where they are burning something and there's a smoke. And you are saying that I'm not the one who caused the fire, so I don't see why the smoke, I should smell smoke. <laughs> I disagree with this smoke. You see, you can disagree with the smoke, but as long as you are in an environment where the smoke is, it will affect you. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. And you see, if you understand this, then you would find or you will receive the solution that is being offered to you by God. I'm saying that if you understand that where you are, the environment in which you live has in its presence or in that environment forces that are against every effort of your life with the intention of making you lower than you are supposed to be. With the intention of frustrating your life. And it's not about you. It's about God and Satan. I said it's not about you. It's about God and Satan. You see how Innocent Americans get killed by other nations that are, they are fighting. It's not the individual, but because you are an American, you are a good target. You may have been a very peace-loving person. You may not have fought anybody. But they, you see, the enemies, they don't care. Once you belong to this person, you are my target. And you see, if you don't understand this, the help that God is bringing to you, his creation, you reject it. Most people think that, oh, church is for weaklings. Church is for people. You see, it's because you don't know where you are. And you don't understand the forces at work. But as oh, most people, as they grow older, they begin to appreciate and speak like, they have known God for long. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you can see that your life should have ended on, to ended on top, but it's ending under the rocks. Yeah. Whether you were rich or whether you were poor, unless you have received the help of God, unless you have received what God offered you, without God, there's only one end of your life. No matter how high you go, you end under the rocks. That is why, as a young person, I am presenting to you that which God has presented to us. And that is to receive Jesus Christ as the Son of God who came to die for our sins so that by his blood, and by our receiving of him, we will receive the help that comes from God, which is his Holy Spirit, to, to, to guide us and to release the power that is needed 
for a life here to overcome the curses that are here. And it's in a simple word, word is called a blessing. Listen, don't ask whether my father has committed uh, anything. You don't need to know. It is here. It is here. And you see, you as you are sitting there now, if we calculate you up to your grandfather, including you, or even excluding you, you are a contribution of six people. Do you realize it? You are a makeup of six people. Your mother and your father, isn't it? How many? Two. They are mothers and fathers. How many? So your mother's mother and your mother's father. Because your mother is made up of your is made up by her mother and her, her father. So two. Your father is made up of his mother and his father. So two. So already you are made up of six people. Now, these six people, you can't be sure all of them did everything right. So, so you don't need to go to a Sangoma to check whether you are cursed or not. Just, just because you are not a fresh start, but you are coming from six people, you just accepted that there must be one of them that has cursed or has done something that is cursed. So as for the curse, it's operating. But do you have to suffer for it? No. God in his wisdom has decided that because you are not the cause of it, I offer you salvation. I offer you Jesus Christ as the light of your life, as the power of your life. Would you accept him or would you neglect him? That's what the scripture is asking you. How do you think you are going to escape if you reject the help that has been brought to you? That Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus Christ doesn't belong to any political party. Neither does he belong to any tribe. He's God who came so that you and I would not operate under a curse without the help of a blessing from God. Today, I present to you Jesus Christ, the blessing of God to humanity. Would you accept him? Would you reject him? Let's rise to our feet. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I, I, I have an offer for you. Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Those of you that are going, please give me two minutes. I'm about to finish. I promise you I'm not going to preach for long. For God so loved the world. He loved you. He understands what is working against you. And he knows that it's not your fault. But he has offered you Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life. Would you accept him or would you reject him? Today, if you ask me for an advice, I will tell you, accept him. Accept him. He's your only escape. He's, he's the only one by whom you will walk under the blessing of God to overcome Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your voice and begin to talk. Begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to God. Tell Jesus that I accept you. I accept you. 
as my Lord and Savior. I receive you as the blessing of God for my life. For by you I shall be delivered from the curse that is on this land, on this earth. And my life would not be a frustration, but that my life would be peace and joy and righteousness in the Holy Ghost. My life would turn out well. I shall not die frustrated, but I shall die having accomplished and having lived your full purpose and plan for my life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your voice and begin to speak to the Lord. Speak to him. Engage him in whatever language, in whatever way you understand. Engage him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Jesus is the way. He's the way. He's the truth and he's the life. There is no other than Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, you have a chance to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Don't say that, no, I can't, I'll do it later. It may be too late. Now is your hour. Now is a decision time. Because the curse is working. You don't have to do anything. It is already working before you came. And it doesn't have to be your fault. It is working. But through Jesus, the curse will be stopped operating in your life. You'll be delivered from it. You'll fly above it and you will live your life in the grace of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Mm. All the world today Above him there's no other Jesus is the way Jesus is the answer For the world today Above him there's no other Jesus is the way Jesus is the answer for oh, the world today. He's my solution. Above and there's no other. The of Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above and there's no other. Jesus is the way we say Jesus Jesus is the answer for the world today above and there's no other Jesus is the way Jesus is the answer for the Above and there's no other Cause Jesus is the way I present to you As it was presented to me And as I heard the Lord say I am the way I am the truth I am the life No one comes to the Father But by me By Jesus you shall overcome. Jesus told the disciples, be of good cheer. I have overcome. Because Jesus overcame Satan and all the forces of evil, so 
when you receive him, the forces of evil would have no power over you. But the blessing of the Lord that is in Jesus Christ would operate in your life here on earth even before you arrive in heaven. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, it is so clear what you have said and I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. Thank you. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. Thank you. Thank you. Those of you lifted up your hands and you want to say, I've accepted Jesus before, but I want to, I didn't live in a certain way and I feel like redoing it, reaccepting Jesus, re-educating my life. Also join in. Come. I want you to, I want to pray for you. Come. You lifted up your hands. Come. Come. Quickly. Above him there's come, no other. You lifted up your hands. I wanted to come. Jesus is the way. Jesus, Jesus is the answer. Let him come up. Let him come up. For the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Come up. Jesus is the way, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other, cause Jesus is the way. I want you to pray this prayer with me and congregation, let us all join in. It's a prayer to God that we are receiving Jesus, his gift to us for our deliverance, for our salvation as our Lord and Savior. As the lamb whose blood was shed to bring about forgiveness of our sins and reunion with God, that we might walk in the blessings of God whilst here on earth and hereafter eternal life with God. Say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I stand before you as a child created by you. I have been rebellious and I have done my own things and I have walked my own ways. But today, I stand before you with a changed mind receiving you as my God and depending on you to direct me on this earth and hereafter I receive Jesus Christ as your son who came on earth and shed his blood for the forgiveness of my sins. He rose again on the third day. Seated at your right hand. By this confession. Jesus Christ. I declare you. As the savior of my life. And as the Lord of my life. I will follow you. Because you are the light of my life.
and I will never walk in darkness as I obey your word. By your Holy Spirit, give me the power to be a true follower. That my life will bear testimony with miracles and signs of your blessing. Thank you for loving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Father, these precious lives, they belong to you. It is not the work of any man, but of your own, you have gathered them to yourself. I pray that we shall be found faithful servants in serving your interest and your will in the lives of these ones by shepherding them, by praying for them, and by helping them to walk faithfully. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity that we have in Jesus' name we pray. I pray that none of these ones shall fall by the wayside. And every curse that is operating, Lord, I cancel it in the name of Jesus. Because they belong to you, God. They belong to Jesus. Therefore, the blessing that is upon Jesus shall be the blessings that is in their lives. They shall overcome every demon. And the winds and the forces of life shall be subject to their works because of your blessing that is upon them. They shall defeat everything that has defeated them before. And every curse in the family that has prevented them from rising, they overcome it in the name of Jesus, I pray. And they shall be a light. A light unto the families and unto the nations. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our website on royaltyhousesouthafrica.org.